start it off. Okay. Cool. Welcome back, mijas. I have Danny from Off the Cuff Podcast and soon to be Big Love. But we'll talk about that. And uh, we're just kind of checking in because neither one of us have recorded in a while. It's been a minute. We've been taking some breaks. And um, so we're just going to check in, chit chat, see how it's been. And then we're going to talk about grief because it is a reoccurring thing for us. Danny sent me a video on Instagram and I felt that and I said, you want to talk it out? Let's talk it out. So that's what we're going to do. And uh, how have you been? What's going on, Danny? Yeah, a lot has been going on, actually. <laughs> um, you know what? When I, like, stopped recording, yeah, um, I think it was probably, like, at the best time because I don't know, like, if I was still recording mm-hmm. with everything happening, I might have been putting out, like, shit content because mm. there ain't no way. Yeah, a bitch could never. <laughs> Not this one. <laughs> Sorry for that, but yeah, I and it's not been bad stuff. It's just things that needed attention, people yeah, that needed life. attention. Yeah, priorities. And it was for the better. Like it was hard for me to say and even do like go through the action of like I'm not going to record anymore or not anymore but I'm going to take a break Um, and I think the reason why part of me was like so nervous is because I also put the intention that when I come back it's going to be all brand new it's going to be different you were were in the middle of of, uh, changing the name right the branding the rebranding and that has if been. anyone if anyone's new listening that ha- hasn't seen any previous episodes Danny is the host of Off the Cuff podcast and she was getting ready to change it to a new name, new branding, new new purpose um and decided to take a little break to focus on her priorities which is like great because a lot of people don't take that step to say hey hold on I need to pull back and focus on what's going on um so she did that how long have you been on break right now or like how long has it been man I think I think I stopped in October yeah because the beginning of October which wasn't that long ago but man it feels like a really long time ago right forever yeah so it's like two months Mm. right two months October November coming back until the middle of January so I still have time but I really don't it's right now I'm in the crunch time of things because I'm trying to be strategic about everything with how I post about it on social media so I'm not sure when you're putting this episode out but I'll give you a little rundown of my schedule okay um this which has not gone like I had wanted it to because of poor planning so I need to really buckle down on like the planning aspect of things and really like take advantage of scheduling because yeah. if I don't do that, it won't get done. So this past week, the focus was I've been trying to drop little hints to anybody who follows me, anybody I who's interested it. in following the journey, the journey. But this week was kind of focused on um, uh, motivation, inspiration and collaboration. Um, I still need to do my collaboration post, which should have been out today, but (laughs) I'm still working on it. Um, And then next week, 
I mean, I don't want to give too much away, but I'm going to be covering just kind of three things that make what this, um, it's, you know, because I shared that I wanted to turn it into a brand eventually. Mm -hmm. And so I'm going to share, there'll be three different posts about just the three things that are kind of like behind the brand and what, yep. what are very special to me. So, um, that will be next week and then, or this coming week. So starting tomorrow and then yeah. next week I will be sharing the name with everybody. And uh, then for th pretty much from then on, I'm just going to be posting like just different things, just kind of start getting everybody used to like the new look and feel. Yeah. And then I will come back in the middle of January. Um, so I'm excited. I'm, I'm nervous and I'm excited. I'm, but you know, I've also been working with somebody else that has been like pushing me along the way, guiding me yeah. through everything. And one of the things that we have both agreed, because every time I share something with her, I tell her that I'm scared. And she says, good. That means that it's working because if, if what you're doing isn't scaring you or doesn't make you a little bit nervous, then either you're really, really good at what you do um, or you're just, you know, it's kind of like whatever to you. And so usually when we're really passionate about something, um, we get a little bit scared. And right yeah. now I'm like, mm. so, but anyway, um, it's been interesting not recording, but I also have been like working on stuff. So yeah. just behind the scenes things and trying to document it all so that I can, sh you know, share that eventually too with people. That's it's awesome. so hard to like, girl, shout out to social media influencers, um, graphic designers, um, like people who do all of that because it is work. It is. People it's a lot of work. <laughs> marketing, branding. <laughs> I mean, it, it, not that I ever question people's prices, but, you know, social media influencers have their business and like they have their products for what they charge for. And a lot of people kind of hear their prices and they gawk at it. But let yeah. me tell you something. I'm no social media influencer. I just want to let everybody know that. Not um, am I. <laughs> <laughs> but there's things that I kind of tinker with and like I've been experimenting with. Yeah. I mean, it's a job. So mm -hmm. it's no wonder why you have people, you know, with their prices, like the way they are. It makes sense because you need to get paid and that stuff. It's time. I mean, time. I, I'm playing around with a reel that I'm making for Christmas and... <laughs> why i don't know because because <laughs> the flip side to that which is really funny i'll share this with everyone is that i actually don't like social media <laughs> i just i get annoyed with it sometimes but i'm also like oh i want to try that but yeah but anyway that's kind of like like me like what i've been up to i know like you also haven't been recording either so i have not like, been what's... recording and yeah, yeah it, it all came back to me so um you took your pause at the same time that I kind of had a new thing going in my life too. So I went back to work. So I'm, I'm back to working full time, um, as a graphic designer. So I totally understand what you mean is, you know, people don't want to pay for your time. Um, mm -hmm. I'm, I'm at a company now, so it's different, but yeah, as a freelance designer, which I was for a really long time. And, um, you know, we've been, I've mentioned before, my husband and I owned our own business, uh, as designers and printers and yeah I mean, it's it's one of those things that social media graphics marketing stuff like that it's like there's so many aspects to it where it seems fun or it seems 
you know, kind of insignificant. Like, oh, I can do that. Um, but no, it really does take quite a bit of time. So um, my time <laughs> has been going to graphic design. I started at um, UTSA and mm. I love it. And it's been awesome. And the people are great. I can have a whole nother episode about being a mom who's been out of the corporate world or out of the professional world for a long time, going back to work and all of those ups and downs. Um, but I, I like it. I'm, I'm really blessed. I waited a really long time before I, I went back to work full time um, after having kids. And um, mm-hmm. I mean, I dip my toes in the water here and there. But for, for the most part, since I had children seven years ago, um, I've worked from home or I've been an entrepreneur. And um, it's different. It's It's been it's been the trip. But yeah, me and sure. Allison had to kind of get put on hold. I think in the back of my mind, I was thinking like, you know, when I started Miha Listen almost a year ago, um, it was something that was kind of saving me and pulling me out of my funk. And um, mm-hmm. we've talked about that before. And mm-hmm. uh, so I thought by the time in October when I started working full time again and I wasn't devoting my full time to Miha Listen anymore, um, I thought that the passion and the need for it would be enough to sustain me like to keep recording and keep all you know posting and all of that um it's not you really have to commit like for me it wasn't anyways you really really have to commit and and be um disciplined and diligent about planning about your content about all of that especially if you have a full-time job because then then you just don't get to do it when it when those things come up naturally yeah so it's been really weird and i told you like before we hit record like that i've kind of started to feel a little lost um and not lost like do i want to do me how listen anymore of course i do but just you know i started to question like what am i putting out and i think you know mm. to your to what you said it really made sense about like you know if you hadn't stopped and you had kept trying you you probably would have been putting out shit content and i feel like that's where mm-hmm. i'm at and mm-hmm. i've you know like i'm i was playing around with some ideas for christmas stuff like shirts and things and i was just like none of this felt none of this felt none of it felt right so i didn't i was like i don't need to put out a christmas collection or a, a holiday season collection mm-hmm. or anything on my website you know like no, no, because it, it, I'm I'm trying to make fetch happen. You know what I mean? Like, like, well, it yeah, just I mean, didn't feel right. I made I I think I posted like a story of like which shirt or which is y'all's favorite. Like a I made like a Grinch that says like my my Salah shirt. Um, oh, but yeah. really, like I just made that for myself, and I was like, oh, let me share it or let me put it, you know. And I was like, no, that I was just like. Well, if anybody's interested yeah. they can but um sure. no really i made that for me because i want that that's that would decide that's what i decided to wear for christmas mm-hmm. but um but yeah just content and posts and things i've just been so out of the loop of like not being in a, in a community that that um I, that i was in all the time um so mm-hmm. i just yeah things don't feel right so i was like i don't have to post i'm not gonna pressure myself i'm not gonna sure I'm not going to do that. I don't want to put out shit content. I don't want to put out something that I don't care about. Right. Just for the sake of like, and I, I totally get what you're saying. It's very relatable. I even feel that way about even like just 
just posts in general, you know, yeah. because I didn't want to like lose traction. I didn't want people to be like, oh, she hasn't posted since, you know, whatever date, mm -hmm. you know, and, uh, unfollow. Um, and but then I started thinking about things and I'm like, when have you done that? I don't because I don't I have I, <laughs> I, I follow too many people to sit here and pay attention to when was the last time they posted. So I, I knew that that I was overthinking it, but yeah, I had a point. I think the okay. other thing. Yeah, I think the other thing too is that now this is a little bit different. This is a little bit of a different topic that I'll kind of take it into. And we don't have to spend a lot of time here because I don't know your thoughts and opinions. And I'll just share that. I don't. I, I let me just say what I want to say before I continue speaking. Because somebody will take what I'm about to say out of context. But um, my decision to take a break. Mm hmm happened when this war started mm. and I started to see posts from so many people about being silent and mm -hmm. I started to feel guilty like mm. and my decision to not speak out so much on the topic was for the simple fact that there's already too much going on Mm -hmm. And there's already too many people trying to defend a side or choose a side or whatever. And I'm of the notion that I'm not choosing sides. Mm -hmm. I, I don't agree with what's going on. I'm very upset about it. But I had to really dig deep and tell myself, you are not a bad person for not using your voice. And my opinion on all of that was that I'm fighting my own wars right now. Mm -hmm. It's I'm st I'm very fortunate. I'm grateful for everything. I'm thankful every single day, but I'm in my own battles right now. And I <clears throat> didn't have the capacity to feed into everything that I was seeing on social media. But Absolutely. at the same time, I was just feeling very like, you know, should I be posting right now and I just was like don't and don't feel bad for it because if you're just doing it just for that reason just because you know oh your people are looking they're gonna be then don't do it because that's not genuine because you feel an expectation yeah then it's not genuine right so yeah. what I was trying to say was that I didn't want to say I didn't care for it because I do but there's just so many other things going on in my life that, you know, are not out there for a reason. And I didn't want to like, I didn't want to do it because I, like you said, the expectation was there, but yeah. I was feeling some type of way. I mean, I still do. I had the I same see them. conflict within myself too. Like, cause I, I've been silent, completely silent on both my personal and, and with Miha listen, mm -hmm. Uh, I have, I think I'm in the same position. I'm just one, I'm not that educated on the situation. I'm never sure. going to speak about something that I'm not sure. completely 100% mm -hmm. sure about. Um, and two, not to say that my voice doesn't matter, not to negate my voice or anything like that. But one, I don't have a responsibility to that. Um, mm -hmm. my podcast and my, you know, my Instagram, what I, what I put out is, um, my goal and my purpose was to have honest and real conversations with other women, um, specifically um, of Hispanic heritage, Tejano heritage, um, Latina heritage, 
about our kind of trials and tribulations in life and what we go through and things like that. So um, just, you know, not my lane. Yeah. Not my and- lane. And, and I don't the same thing. Yeah. If there's an expectation there, I'm not going to put it out. If it's not a genuine conversation I'm having with someone, I'm not going to put it out. Mm-hmm. And that's where I kind of have to pull myself back. Even with, like I said, but in this, not, not to, not to say that those two things are equal, but like, even with the holiday stuff, I had to pull myself back because it's not genuine. It's not, it's not, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. I, I was feeling expectation. Yeah. No, not of I my feel own. that. I do feel that. I, I guess I just, you know, like just so many things that I see it, it, it was, it's almost like you want to create this piece, right? You got these people who are like talking about how, you know, this genocide shouldn't be happening. And to me, it seems like they're against all that. But I also think that like, when we're not careful, what I, what I, what I have been taking from all of this is that social media is powerful Yeah. on, on both sides. And even the fact that we are just taking the time to have this conversation is proof enough that it creates conversations. And also, it doesn't matter what you say or how you say it. Somebody will find a reason to be pissed off. And you can't you can't please everybody, you know, because I could say my feelings thinking, you know, I'm going to have all kinds of people backing me. But there's going to be those people who completely disagree with me and opposite. And so I'm not saying, like you said, right, my voice doesn't matter. It's just one of those things like I have to focus. And I've been been saying this. This is a thing that I've been saying. I'm responsible for my circle of influence. Who can I reach directly? Yeah. And if that conversation comes up, let's talk about it. But to your point, I have... Uh, minimal amounts of education on the topic there's a lot of history in this war there's a lot of things that even us as in the western civilization we don't even understand understand. we can google to our day's end it's 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 um so, so much history and so but but anyway you know like i said i i was kind of feeling like you know my my decision to take a break happened mm-hmm. when this war was taking place and i'm not gonna lie to you that first week i was like fuck i just said sorry i just said oh you don't have to say sorry for that here <laughs> i just said i'm gonna take a break and now i i was kind of feeling it was it was almost like fomo you know like mm. what's going on and and just kind of like seeing it and then to be honest in the beginning i was a little bit kind of like confused as to like wait what's going on why is this war happening why are people yeah. so pissed off and then you know, speaking on the education piece, I kind of was searching for information, but I was also very careful because again, going back to social media, like what's, what's, what is this real? You know, so you just, you have to, um, you know, you, you choose your, you pick your battles. You can't, you can't please everyone. It doesn't matter what you say. You're always going to piss And know that at the end of the day, you answer to yourself. There you go. Yeah. You answer to yourself, not everyone else, not anybody on social media. Mm. Yeah. I know but, what's be- in my prayers. I know what's between me and God. That's all that matters. Right. For sure. But um how's I guess what was the transition from was the okay, was the transition going back to work the same as when you had to leave the workforce? 
Oh. No. <laughs> I chose to leave. Um. Well, kind of. Well, you chose to go back too, right? No, what I chose to go back. Saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I chose to go back. <laughs> the transition was crazy. Um, just being, well, one, just being in an office with people again was weird. Like, mm. um, haven't been in an office since 2018. Okay. I mean, that's And about- even then I was only in the office for like a, a half a year before COVID hit. Oh. Um, and then I worked from home. So, um, it was different. It, it was it was really different, but yeah, it landed in a really great place. And like I said, it could be a whole nother episode because um, I think maybe I've talked to you personally a little bit about it. I don't think I've ever put anything out um, on air about it, but I, I struggled for a really long time as as a creative, as a professional. Um, I when I stopped when I left our company my husband mine and my husband's company pride printing um when i left there to to stay home full-time with our daughter because she was having some issues that needed my attention um you know i did start looking for full-time work um remote work but i did start looking for full-time work and then eventually we got her straight down into school and all of that. So that issue was gone. And it was like, okay, I need to work. Am I going to join my husband again? Am I going to get a full-time job? I've been, I've been gone for so long. Um, and so, yeah, for like a good two, almost three years, I feel like I've been applying for jobs. Um, and, and I think I got to a point where I was just like, questioning myself as a designer as a professional and listen i graduated college in 2009 i when i left houston and decided to leave the workforce to take care of my kids that was in 2018 i spent a good 10 years and had plenty of experience under my belt i've won some awards i've done you know design for different genres different or you know um, industries i know i'm not a bad designer i know my resume looks pretty good um so i I, you know not that there was any expectations but i I didn't expect to not get any bite backs or any callbacks or any anything like that for like two years it was hard dude it was hard Mm. for like two years you know, yeah. as moms, when we, um, I, I think several moms have to leave the workforce or, or pull back some in their career when they have kids, um, whether they choose to or not. I think that we all go through that. And um, it was hard. I got to a point where I was really questioning myself as a designer. Hmm. And, I, hmm. and I just had to keep reminding myself, like, one, I got to trust God's timing, right? Like, I'm a, I've said it before, I'm a firm believer in well, I believe in God. And then I'm a firm believer that he gives you what you need when you need it. Sure. Not what sure. you want when yeah. you want it. Mm-hmm. And I, I really had to remind myself that of that. And, and um, yeah. And then at the right time, it came along. I mean, it, it mm-hmm. couldn't have been a better time. 
And I think because I knew that they knew that it was the right time because I it, I was going into such a, a supportive environment. It's it's been awesome. I I cannot complain mm-hmm. at all. Like it's been really great. The people that I work with, my boss, my the company, the school that I work for, um, it, it's been amazing, and I love it. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I think that made it a little bit easier for me to say, oh, it's okay to take a break for me, Allison. It's okay to not put so much mm-hmm. effort into it. Mm-hmm. Um. But I do. I miss it. I miss yeah. it, and um, and I miss the the women that I used to talk to all the time. And but you know, things change. It's yeah. life. Yeah. You know, it's it's. Uh, I've. I think at the end of the year, I need to start putting some effort into realizing, um, and maybe change some things as far as like what I want to do with me, Hellison, going forward. Sure. Like, I don't know. And I'm sure you're at that crossroads too, right? Because you're you're rebranding and kind of establishing your goals and sure. all of that. Yeah. Well, so a couple of things. One, I'm happy to hear that it's going great because if you remember in another conversation, you were worried that I was like so your, your kids. You were mm-hmm. worried about your kids, right? Like like what if something happens and like who's going to pick them up if you you know just so all of the variables that full-time working parents have to worry about right and you you for a while didn't have to worry about that because you were at home yeah so it sounds like you know like you have been you have found a flow you've been panicked i was so panicked (laughs) right i can't i can't imagine um the other thing that I will say is like, well, you kind of answered the question was I was kind of curious, like, wait, so are you not going to do Michal Listen anymore? Cause no, I'm going to do Michal Listen. No, there's no way I could walk away from that, dude. Like, it is so part yeah. of my heart. Um, I think I just need to take some time to sure. redefine what my mission or what my goals are. Because even what, mm-hmm. I, de- even what I set out to do when I started... Um, I think I've done a part of that, but I don't think that I've really stuck to that. I think it's kind of evolved with the women that I've met and the conversations that I've had. Um, Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I I think the thing I keep coming back to is I want to have, despite social media, despite like the online shop that I have, I just want to continue having genuine conversations with with Mm -hmm. women that I think are doing really awesome things. And you will be able to incorporate that back into your new work-life balance because if I can do it you can do it now granted our lives are not the same we each have different things but it's like going back to what I said earlier like when you're really passionate about something like you 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 I don't want to say make it work because that's not the right word either because that almost feels like you're forcing it it's like yeah. what you said when you said, you know, God's going to give you what you need when you need it. And even I know we, we're talking about a podcast and that's not really I know in the term, like the context you mentioned earlier was more of like providing the basic needs. I mean, this could be something that, you know, you start to pray for, too. Right. And it and it does, because like it it, it, it just it fits. Yeah. Um, there are days where I think about like the stuff that I do and I'm like, I don't even know how I did that, but, <laughs> but you know, I'm glad that I did. I'm glad that I did. And it's in those moments that you really have to one hype yourself up and give yourself props for being able to do that. Because I think that we don't do that enough. I think that we sell our, ourselves short when we don't take the time to like reflect and like give ourselves that credit for the stuff that we've done. But, yeah. um, 
I do think that you'll, you know, find the, fl- it'll, you'll, it'll flow back into like your. Yeah. It'll just come uh, about naturally when I, as long as I kind of keep it in the forefront and, and be intentional sure. about it. Yeah. I think yeah, so. Yeah, for sure. Well, that's good. I'm glad that everything, you know, is like with your job. Cause I, like I said, yeah. we, we and you talked and you said that you were kind of worried about it and you weren't sure. I was so worried. And yeah. on top of that, I was I was really anxious about getting through the summer with the kids home, just as oh, as a mom yeah. and and focusing on Miha Listen and um yeah, I the the goals that I set for the summer, I didn't realize until the kids went back to school that we crushed them. Like mm-hmm. I got my autistic kid potty trained, <laughs> which mm-hmm. is like any, any uh anybody in the autism world knows how hard it is to potty train a kid. <laughs> With autism, it's hard. Um, We did that. I found a job. Mm -hmm. I can't remember what the other goals. I have to go back and look. But at some point, I stopped and reflected, and I was just like, "Oh shit, man, we we did it! Like, we did it!" So I just kind of gave myself some time to get get my bearings, get some footing, find a new normal, which we are, Um, because things were changing for my husband and his his work as well. So. Um, right. we're just kind of floating along keep going finding any normal and then I think at some point we're going to be like okay this is where we're at let's recalibrate sure yeah and um, not that I'm not that I am trying to you know speak it into existence or anything I, I girl speak we don't know. We don't know, right? We, we, we just never know. It's kind of like you said, we're just gonna, we're floating on a rock. We just gotta like, okay. Um, I will just say like with my job, mm-hmm. I I think 2024, we're gonna shake things up. Uh, I yeah. don't know. Like there's a lot of stuff going on in the insurance industry and it's just not doing great. Mm-hmm. And um, I know my company is d- doing all they can to, you know, just not have to let more people go because that's really what it's been the last few years um and i don't know you know i don't know how those decisions get made i Mm -hmm. i do know that a lot of stuff that i'm seeing right now which is people just pretending to be busy or trying to look for stuff you know i don't think that whoever makes those decisions is kind of looking at people and saying well She's she's working on a project. We'll go ahead and let her. We'll keep her. Mm. <laughs> I just don't think it works that way. So I really don't know. But I have if if we go through another reorg, this will be my fourth that mm-hmm. I go through. Um, don't know how I made it through the other three, but I did because I'm a firm believer in that. If I, I'm going to be where I'm supposed to be, yeah, and I have that same mentality. Um, there, I mean, everybody's talking about it. Everyone's talking about it. And I keep saying that to everybody, to all of my coworkers, like, look, if you're worried, then start being proactive and start looking for another job. Yeah. Don't wait. No. If you're not worried, then stop talking about it. Cause then you're good. <laughs> you're good. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you're going to be where you're supposed to be. Okay. If you're not supposed to, if you're done, you're done. That's what it is. And that's my mentality. I will say this, if I don't make it through this uh, reorganization, um, I will not be going back to corporate. I will not be going back into insurance. And that's crazy stupid because 
you know, it's um, my company's been good to me and I know that there will be other companies. But the reality is that, like, I just want to be my own boss. I don't know what that looks like. I don't know what I'm going to do. But I definitely the wheels have been turning because like I've been telling people, don't be reactive, be proactive. I kind of have to be the same way. So the wheels have been turning. I have been um, encouraged to draft out a business plan. And I'm like, Mm -hmm. but I don't even have a product. Like, what am I? (laughs) What is my product? So that's kind of like what I'm brainstorming. I mean, I love to teach. And, you know, I'm just thinking of like, whatever I wanted, whatever I plan on doing, like, I want to make sure that teaching is a part of that. So what that Mm. is, I don't know. But the wheels have definitely been turning. But so it's just weird. I think that like, right now, we're both going through stuff, but like, it's the opposite direction. You know what I mean? Like, parallel, but opposite. (laughs) Right, right. And I'm not, you know, I'm talking as if you know, I know for sure that's going to happen. I'm just saying that if that's what happens, that's my decision. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's it's definitely scary. I will say that. I mean, for me to say that I haven't, it doesn't cross my mind, and I'm like, uh. But I also think that if, again, if I'm if I'm not supposed to be there, then I won't be there. And I and I do think that because there's other stuff that I want to do, like that's going to be the fire that gets lit under my butt. So like, okay, well. Now what are yeah. you gonna do? <laughs> you know, you, you were talking a big game earlier, so let's see, let's do it, let's let's do it. So, you know, um, I like I said, I definitely have been um, thinking about things. Um, mm-hmm. The wheels are turning. Don't That's have a good. product, but uh, we'll, we'll figure one out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think that's good. I think whatever you wherever you end up, you are good at teaching things. I've learned a lot from you. Oh, I think you are good at teaching things. So I think we'll go back to we'll come back to this episode, right? And we'll see. uh, Yeah, and we'll do another one. (laughs) I'll be talking about how I left or my I left the corporate world and I'm making six figures now. Doing what? (laughs) Guess you'll have to find out. Put it out there. Yes. Yes. That's cool. But, I'm glad we got to catch up. It's been a while. We still have tons we can catch up off offline about, but for sure. Um, but it's been good to have like people like you and and I've had I have some other ladies that I've met along the way to you know to catch up with and to kind of yeah. mark the mark the points in life with and and learn from and grow with and all of that. So I appreciate you. For sure. Thank you. I appreciate that. And I think, I mean, since we're having a moment of reflection, um, I do. Yeah, I'm glad that we met. I mean, I always like to tell people that some of my like, how do I say this without <laughs> sounding like a ding dong? Like, <laughs> a, a, I know a lot of people, mm-hmm. but like the ones who I have like the best relationships with are the people that I've met like online. It's the weirdest thing. Yeah. I don't really understand how that works. It's yeah. like, well, it's probably because they don't know the real you. So <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's what I um, thought before. And then I thought, well, do they? Because like I have people. So like I, we just went to Houston for Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. Um, so we went back with all our people like and I miss them a lot. Mm-hmm. However, I'm not the same person I was before you know and we all keep up and sure 
all of that online and everything and a few of them I talk to daily but um I feel like online it's more of a continuous evolving representation of who you are so Mm -hmm. I I feel like maybe that's why online the people that you meet online kind of know who you are in a current situation and the people in your life for me at least like the people in your life who like (laughs) my best friend I've known since I was 12 she's like dude when did you get so insightful when did you learn that or when like who are you I'm just like "Mm, not that dumb kid I used to be (laughs) when did you get so smart what yeah (laughs) that's so hilarious well shit I hope none of my friends think that about me but who knows I mean yeah we keep it way too real for each other I don't know that other people are (laughs) out there with friendships like she and i have but okay um, you know what i mean like but i think it's that um it's that situation where it's like you know people that you know in real life can can know you or like know who you used to be but people you meet online kind of know this like continuous evolving yeah i guess that's me that's me though that's but is that because we don't put the real us online i mean I hope I keep it real for everyone. Look, oh, I'm about to I tell go. everyone I'm trying to fix my hair. So like forty minutes. I only I almost made it forty minutes without my eyes watering. Um Oh my god, I just noticed that. Earlier I thought you were about to cry, don't lie. I was like, Oh my gosh, don't start crying because <laughs> I'm gonna start crying. This is my dry eyes. I really Which is should. funny because they're not dry, they're actually quite wet. They're overcompensating. <laughs> That's what oh, the that makes sense. They're trying to moisturize themselves. They're like, bitch, please <laughs> give us something. Right? <laughs> so they're like overproducing tears. Yeah. That's so funny. I really. Well, so I mean, it's not it's not funny, yet, but I mean. Yeah, Can I get an optometrist sponsor for I need to put together like a, a, a reel of how many times. Oh, right. How many Use times I have to teardrops for 10% off your. Yeah. Your I dry a- eye. I need a dry eye sponsor, please. Thank you. But wow. um, remember that no, guy that used to do the dry eye commercial? Dry eyes. Ben, yes. ben Stein? Ben Is that what his name is? Ben Stein, you're right. right. Is he still alive? I don't know. You could be the new dry eyes person. <laughs> wet eyes. <laughs> Are your eyes always wet? They could be dry. <laughs> um do you see what I'm saying? That's perfect. That would make me <laughs> want to go buy t- drops. <laughs> I need to. I need to. Like, there goes that one. Oh, when I was no. in middle school, it was always my left one, and we had like a running joke about it. Anywho, <laughs> for my right. wet, dry eyes, sidetrack us too far. Um, yeah, I don't that's know. Fine. That's what I think it is. I think it's like a, for me at least, that's what it is. Plus, yeah. with like with people like you. I've gotten so close with you and a few other women because I think we just kind of like skip all the formalities and just go straight to like what's on our heart or what's what's you know whatever's pulling at us or whatever the current thing is that we're talking about like we just kind of skip all the like oh my favorite what's your favorite music like what do you like to do we're like no bitch I'm talking about grief (laughs) ever asking that question me like slack if I had a flip phone (laughs) this ain't no date what you mean (laughs) yeah no let's talk about grief let's talk about trauma what hurts you (laughs) we just just go straight 
you know, on the podcast. We do, we, we do. Just, we go straight for the guns. Like, we just go straight right. for it. Yeah. So tell me about you being Trauma adopted bonding. as a kid. <laughs> oh, there yeah. you go. That's cool. Yeah. Trauma sisters. <laughs> yeah. I think it's a, a trauma bonding that happens. Um, yeah. But in a healing way, because we're trying to do something yes, about it. We're not creating more trauma for ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully not. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We're self-aware. So, but all, all that to say, I was trying to... <laughs> <laughs> it turned a compliment and it turned into a joke. No, I do I do appreciate that that you know like one just how we connected which was a very great experience because genuinely I mean this from the bottom of my heart it um helped me um not only understand but accept that I was still grieving. Yeah. And I don't I think I didn't take the time and I wasn't intentional about the whole process. Like in my brain, I was up and over everything. And the conversation that we, that I was a part of just was like, oh shit. Okay. Yeah. Um, and it, it, um, led to other things, um, happening in my life. Like, like the healing process, which I'm still going through and it sucks. I'm, I mean, it's, it's good. It's good, but man, it's exhausting. Yeah, it really is. Um, which is a good segue to the Instagram post that I shared with you. <laughs> it's a good post. We'll have to share it. Oh, you yeah. did, but we'll share it again when we share, when I share this episode, I think, can I, can I share what it's about? Yeah. So I, while we were rewatching, rewatching to <laughs> refresh uh, our memories, refresh our memories, I missed her name, her Instagram name, Dr. Shanti, I think. But essentially this post goes into grief, but the other types of grief, which made me think of you because the grief that you were experiencing was, um, a, a change in um, your living situation. Like you went from Houston to San Antonio. Yeah. And for me, I just didn't realize like, wow, like, yeah, you, you could grieve that. I mean, moving is hard. I remember when I left Austin and came back to San Antonio, that was a hard thing for me because I loved Austin. I grew up in Austin, even though I, I was born and raised in San Antonio, like I became who I am today in Austin. Oh, I love you. So You're like the only hard. person I know who loves Austin. <laughs> well, let's not talk about the Austin of today. Okay, okay, okay. Sorry, sorry. It's not just the same. But okay. no, but but anyway, so um, the post basically talks about grieving. Life she calls choices. them like life, life, um, I guess, disappointments. Yes. The life disappointments that we don't really take the time to acknowledge. And some examples that she shares is like, my health isn't where I thought it would be, or my finances aren't what I thought they would be. Mm -hmm. Or why did that relationship have to end? Or why aren't my friends supporting me the way that I want them to support me? Yeah. That kind of grief. And we never see those things as like grievances. And I think that she's right and that we should. Mm -hmm. We should because so a couple of things happened in watching that one. I was able to step outside of myself and think about a few people who like 
I haven't been there for as much as I could be. And like how they could possibly be grieving the, I, I just thought she would be there for me more. That sort of thing. Like, I'm sure that there are people who might feel that way about me. And for that, I'm sorry, you know, but on the flip side to that, I have, ha- I have people in my life who I'm like, why aren't they there for me the way I need them to be? Cause right now it's shitty. Yeah. Um, so it allowed me to like kind of step out of myself and be a little bit more mindful and just try to to be there for people because also it's kind of like you're going to attract the things that you put out, you know, so if I want people to be there for me, then be there for people you gotta be there yeah. um, without without being asked, you know, just be there because, you know, at the end of the day, I think that the way things are right now in our world, we all need someone like we all need someone even if it's just a talk or whatever. Um, But the other thing that it did for me is that it, because I'm not grieving those things, but it definitely made me feel like you need to take some time to really like process everything that's happening and then grieve what you need to grieve because like she just talks about like, you know, pulling yourself up by the boot bootstraps and like, let's keep going. No, we're too and quick like, to do that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. And so it just reminds me that it is okay to feel that way. Like, you know, fuck my health isn't where I want it to be. Right. And like, just really feel that and give yourself that grace that she's talking about. Cause like, those are those raw human emotions that a lot of us are not taking the time to actually feel. Yeah, that's what like she was talking just... about. what I liked that she said that mm-hmm. we kind of just were too quick to to want to pull ourselves up by the bootstraps and kind of give us the mm-hmm. pilas, you know, and just do what you got to do. Mm-hmm. And it's like, well, yeah, but hold on. Like, allow yourself to feel it, go through it. And I liked what she said because she said that's where she learned self-compassion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And through that, you you learn growth. And then that's how you get through it. It's e- it's a little bit easier to get through it. And I actually do agree with that because there was a situation, you know, a while back, it was like this major error that I had made. Mm-hmm. And it was just one of those like falling up moments that for me was really tough. I was just like, and it was because I just wasn't thinking. I thought I knew everything and it like, Who's going to know that Mm -hmm. sort of situation? Like, I just got to do this. And then, you know, it obviously created some problems. And that was around the time that I was kind of like starting to become more aware of the like the healing process and um, being present and giving myself a little bit of grace, which at that point in time was also very hard. But I remember there were those moments of like reflection where I just kept telling myself, it's okay it's it's fine and in and around that time I remember hearing somebody talk about like whenever you're feeling that way imagine that it's a little version of you what Mm. would you give that little version of you right if yeah if if you were younger and this same thing happened what would you what would you need what would you need so I did I thought about that and then I was just like then if that whatever it is you need, give yourself that. Yeah. Because it's the same thing. And I will tell you that if you just kind of switch your your brain for a little bit and actually 
pretend it's a younger version of yourself, that is also something that helps. Because the reality is that my actual younger version of me got scolded and Mm. got in trouble and got made to feel a certain way. And essentially, when we get mad at ourselves, we're kind of doing the same thing. Yeah. You know, and so that didn't work then. So let's react differently. So in doing that for myself, um, I was able to actually do that for my son. Um, And that it's hard. You know, I'm not saying it's easy, but it's it's very challenging and it requires you to slow down which is what I think everybody needs to do. That is the key. We just need to slow down a little bit. Slow Why are we down, going so fast? Be intentional about what you're saying, what you're doing. Dude. Mm-hmm. Light bulbs. <laughs> mm-hmm. Light bulbs. Those are things I know. See, I'm learning already. Those are things I know, but um, yeah, I need to take the time to slow down and react, think like that use that method and react that way with myself and with my kids it's hard it's I mean, hard you, it, you can do it you just it's possible it's just one of those things that you have to continuously be consistent about and and aware of be intentional and about you'll slip up mm-hmm. but the same grace that you give your kids and that you give yourself like your family will give it to you too, because you are showing them that, right? Yeah. So when you show them that, whether you know it or not, they're like, you okay. put that in, that's what they're going to put out. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. you're modeling but, it. Yeah, for sure. But just take time, you know, yeah. um, I don't have it all figured out, but I do appreciate that post. And since then, there are some things that I really have been like, yeah, I, it's shitty. It's and also kind of like it's it's so unfair that this is even happening. But that's me like kind of getting through it. Yeah. Um. So that I can walk past it, you know, like because you got to go through it, right? That's the only way to the other side. Is yeah. No way around it. it. Because you'll you'll run into it again. (laughs) It'll come back. Um. And that has happened to me too. Yeah. yeah, that's happened to me too. But that happens to me. Have has it's happened happens to me. Happens in our marriage, you know. Like I feel like mm-hmm. we're just kind of circling the same issues, mm-hmm. and it's like, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, it's um. I think we're too. When she said that, that's what stuck out to me. She's like, you know, we're too quick to try to pull ourselves up by our bootstraps. Our our masculine energy is too high. Like we're our walls are up. Mm. We're just like, you know, mm. we hit we hit those things. It's like, God, why can't I get it together? Why can't? Why do I always struggle with this? And it's like, well, when you hit that wall, or when mm. you, you know. But <clears throat> we're talking theoretically. I'm trying to think of an example I'm comfortable sharing. <laughs> no, I feel but, that. Um, yeah. But you know what I mean? It's just like, well, the finances. Okay, sure. Like, with the finances. It's like, I struggle. That's something I've talked about. I struggle to, to keep a budget. Um, and then and I struggled with that on my own. And then, you know, in, in a marriage when I ha- had to join my husband and we had to try to do it together. We struggle to um, 
kind of stick to our plan, you know, like we just kind of try to get it done and, and pull our, you know, pull ourselves up by the bootstraps. Like she said, <laughs> we're too quick to like, just come on, you know, <laughs> like, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. We're, we're not planning. We're not trying to be consistent, you know, or like we're consistent and we fall off and then we just get so mad, mad at ourselves that we don't, um, you know, take the time to say like, okay, well, why did you fall off? Why did you become inconsistent? Why did you stray from your plan or your budget that you set? Um, and so when she said that, it just stuck to me. Like, you know, we're too quick to pull ourselves up by the bootstraps. We're too quick to just say, no, I got it. Mm-hmm. You know, then to stop and say, okay, hold on. What's going on there? Give yourself some grace. It's okay. You're going to misstep. You're going to, in any situation, you know, you're going to, you know, no one stays 100% consistent all the time. Yeah. Even the most disciplined people have, you know struggled (laughs) yeah sure and i'll just you know obviously i don't know like the statistics but i think that when it comes to the finances there are probably people who are in similar situations it's i'm sure it's hard for a lot of people right now and and you're right you know staying on a budget is tough because you know one things happen right i mean And especially when you didn't plan for them, you know, what what do you do? So there's that aspect. But I think the other thing, too, is is just that, you know, like, what are you going to do? Right. I mean, it's it's already been done. So there's really not a a, it it's it's different if the behavior is repetitive. Right. And yeah, that's what will happen. It's like which if we're so quick to try to scold ourselves or try to fix the problem, it's like, we're not stopping and looking at why the reason why the behavior is happening and we're not giving ourselves any compassion. We're just like slap on the hand, you know, Mm. come on, get it together. You got to, you know, yeah. Financial literacy and all of that probably is its own damn episode. But I mean, financially or anything in in, in any other situation, you know, or any other topic or any other theme, whatever you want to call it. It's just like, if we don't stop, if we, if we just, if we just put our wall up and say, I got to fix it, but we're not looking at the root of the problem, it's going to keep happening. Sure. And and that's what she was talking about. Like that compassion, self-compassion. Like if we're not giving ourselves any compassion or or giving ourselves some grace and say, okay, well, why did you do that? Or why did you stray away from your plan? Or why did you, you know, not meet that goal you set for yourself? It's like, you know, yeah. the growth part's not going to happen unless we we slow down and, and give ourselves some compassion. Yeah. Yeah, and, and we'll, I think we'll what just you do it said, again. I think that's right. And But also the part about getting to the root of the problem yeah that's a big that's a huge piece to all of it because once you figure out the reason behind it that's where i think the compassion comes in Mm. and then that's like then there's the acceptance piece and then there's like now we can move forward from it right now that we understand it a little bit more whatever it may be uh, you just then start to feel like okay you know, now that I'm looking at it this way and now that I understand it, I don't need it anymore. Yeah. You know, that so I can. awareness kicks in. Yeah. Yeah. 
but no, that's good. I mean, and I think that for everybody that takes time, you know, there are things that I'm working on now in my own healing journey where that's where I'm at. I'm really starting to like, or I have understood the root problem of a lot of issues that I was dealing with or I am dealing with. And now it's just that, like that grace and that compassion. And like, you know, now you don't need to drag that horse around anymore. Like it's okay. It's fine. Cause I think a lot of times too, like the holding on to things. And this is where I was going earlier. Cause you were talking about when we were saying the, the podcast and am I okay? Like, why do I feel comfortable listening mm-hmm. to this? And so something oh. <laughs> that I learned, yeah. I knew we were going to come back full circle because I was I just I like, don't think hey, I said that. I don't think I said that on the recording. Do you need to preface well, what you're about to say? Let's yeah, go ahead and you can preface it. Cause it was your conversation. Okay. So before we were, before we hit record, we were talking about grief and we were talking about, or I, I mentioned that I realized that my life and while it was not my intention for me, how listen to be about grief, that's a lot of the conversations that I have with my guests and a lot of the conversations I have with myself always end up back at grief. And I told Danny that while I'm at work, I listen, I've always listened to true true crime podcasts, right? I listen to Crime Junkie every Monday. Um, But since I started working full time again, I, I started listening to more true crime podcasts and I realized that I'm most productive while I'm listening to to some true crime podcasts that true crime podcasts that are very heavy, very very heavy, <laughs> and um, heavy in grief, heavy in suffering, and and you know trauma and familial damage and um, things that follow traumatic events as far as like how people are trying to live past an event that happened and and i said i think there's a problem there because um for some reason that's where my brain is comfortable and i probably shouldn't be most productive while listening to those things but i think it, it was just kind of a realization of myself and um maybe grief is just one of those topics for me for the year that's you know, this is what I'm supposed to be learning about myself right now. Maybe it'll be something else next year. I don't know. But uh, yeah, so that's what, that's what Danny's talking about. It's like, it, it for me, <laughs> keeps coming back. So, to yeah, so I'm not, let me just preface this with an obvious statement. I'm not a doctor. Okay. Right. <laughs> but I play one on this podcast. Um, <laughs> All the time. Me too. No, <laughs> <laughs> no. Um, I was reading somewhere about just like trauma in the brain and um, some of these, because you're not the only one. Okay. Yeah. Listen, I can do a deep clean of my house. And the only way that's possible is for me to listen to a true crime podcast. Don't know why, but it does. But it, I was reading somewhere that sometimes the brain, one, we're desensitized. Unfortunately, yeah. we've just become desensitized to yes. all of this. Yeah. It's, you know, that's, you. Th- it makes me think about, um, oh God, what's the word? Morbid curiosity. You know, we, yeah. uh, some of these episodes that I listen to, it'll talk about like, oh, go take a look at photos of the crime scene. And there I am, you know, like, <laughs> what's wrong with you? You better go talk to someone. Um, but it is... 
it's like these feelings, like these things that are happening or that are, that we're listening to almost create a sense of comfort because, and it's got to do with like trauma in the brain, right? Almost like recreate, not, and I don't think in this instance, we're recreating it because we're just listening to something, not to say that what we're listening to happened to us, right? but it's the, it's the feelings, right? Of Things you know, have it's happened almost like to us, and we're more comfortable mm-hmm. tapping into that, mm-hmm. um, listening to somebody else's trauma than dealing with our own. Does mm-hmm. that make sense? Yeah, that is yeah. that is yes. And I and I so I'm sorry. That's why I said I'm not a doctor because I'm pretty sure I'm not explaining it 100 percent correctly. No, nah, it's just us trying to figure out our own stuff. <laughs> <laughs> we're trying to like seek validation, aren't we? Analyzing ourselves. Yeah. <laughs> Like, no, we're totally normal. Please don't call the cops on me. I'm not messed up in the wedding. No, absolutely not. We're completely normal. Um, But no, but that's kind of where I was going with that is that I think that that's why that it's like that. I mean, because I when you said that, I'm like, oh, yeah, me too. Like, (laughs) I'm glad I'm glad I'm not the only one. Yeah. We need to have a support group meeting for that. (laughs) I think I found myself this past week at some point, like deep into some true crime podcasts and um <laughs> I'm trying to figure out which episode you were listening to. What are you I listening to? Share, I need to share this week this past week this past two weeks has been um the CBC oh god what's his name David somebody uh it's a Canadian broadcasting system it's a um really yeah it's there, there's a series called somebody somebody has to know something so it's it's Ooh. like um the host is david something i can't remember his last name I'll, I'll check it out i'll share it i'll post it but um he goes back and visits cold cases uh missing people oh, things like that sure. um and and kind of a, a lot of them are rooted in injustices against um, minority women, women of color, women of indigenous oh. roots, things like that. And then another one called the Next Call by the same guy, by by also by CBC, by the Canadian Broadcasting System. Don't ask me how I ended up in the Canadian Broadcasting Systems channel. I don't know. <laughs> I I heard something about broadcasting in canada something was going to happen and there was another podcaster who was making a huge deal about it like it's not good oh really like they were going to start gosh i can't remember man it's going to kill me like almost like um like you know like on instagram there's like shadow banning like but in the podcasting world like i can't they use the term and i can't remember and a lot of people in Canada are like upset about it. Well, yeah, because it's like you can't. It's freedom of speech. Yeah, but I don't know if that applies in Canada. So I know what their rules are. I don't think are. they'd be following the Declaration of Independence. No, another court system. Wait, is that a? Is that in the Declaration of Independence? No, but I got you. The, the right. Bill of Rights. No. Bill of Rights. Ten Commandments. No. <laughs> you don't follow Wait. the Ten Commandments in Canada. Okay. Hold up. <laughs> What is the freedom of speech part of? Is that the Declaration of Independence, isn't it? Girl, I don't know. I went to art school, okay? I'm not a history uh, major. This is why we are the way we are. <laughs> this is why we just okay. silent sometimes about things going That's on in right. the world. You know what? I did it to myself. I brought, <laughs> I brought it up. Well, now you have it, y'all. Yeah. 
Anyway, I was knee deep in, in the Canadian broadcasting systems true crime episodes. And I'm gonna look it up. I'll share. I'll share it. And then, and, and you know, there was a mother that was just like in a lot of pain and and just kind of wailing. And and I was just at some point realized that um, I, th- I think I I got too far in. I got too far in, and I had to pull myself out because I started to cry. And I was like, "Oh fuck!" Like. I, well, I I realized I wasn't um had got I had moved past the part of being desensitized right like you said like I can listen mm-hmm. to it I listen to I listen to Crime Junkie um Ashley Flowers I listen to her every Monday and I'm desensitized by it right like, that's my happy time I'm walking or it used to be my happy time like I'd be walking the dogs and we'd be at the dog park listening to it. Crime. um that go hiking by the river that was my you know that was my happy oh. time like. Which is totally unsafe to be listening to. Imagine you go for a walk and you're listening to an episode about a hiker. That happened to me. And I was like, not even thinking about it until I got (laughs) in my car. And I'm like, you, you really did that. Not me sending my location constantly. (laughs) Girl, thanks to Ashley Flowers, I have a if I go missing folder. I'm not lying to you. I know exactly what you're talking about. It's missing a blood sample and that's quick. Yeah. Because back in the day when I used to date, I'm like, uh-uh. If I go missing y'all, go, this photo is on top of my kitchen my table. My best friend in Houston, like, you know, she's divorced and like a year now, I think. And she's been dating. And she's always like, hey, I'm with this person. Here's his match. Here's his profile. This is where I'm at. This is where we're having Yes, a- girl. You have yeah, to do I'm that like- because people are crazy. Although I do You're wonder. Like- I wonder if anybody does that to me. Like, uh-uh, I'm about to meet this girl. <laughs> she looks crazy. Here's my location. Here's where we're <laughs> Here's where we're at. No, Listen, I think you, might you, be, you, um, be safe. you don't know me. More so for our sex, I think. Um, yeah. But anywho, yeah. So I was knee deep in, in some stuff. And, and I was well past my desensitized point. And I, I guess in somewhere in my... Um, I was in my design programs and I was working. And somewhere, somewhere, somewhere in my brain, some wall went down and some nerves connected. And I was like, oh, shit. And I started crying. And I was like, oh, wow. it took me a second to realize why I was crying. And I realized some of the trauma that I had been through. Mm. I realized that I, I will have to have this conversation offline because I want your opinion about something. But I, I realized oh. that I... Um, hadn't fully dealt with some things sure and i'm very curious i think because of the way the one the episodes or the shows i was listening to or or like interview style with the family of the missing people or the family of the whoever it happened to um i realized that some trauma happened in my family or i'll just say it i think i've mentioned it before my uncle, who was a very, very big part of my life, who was like a second father to me or like a father to me while my parents got a divorce and my dad wasn't always around early on after the divorce, um, he was murdered and he was murdered on Mother's Day and it was very brutal. It was in front of the family. He literally stepped in front of the gun to save his own child. Um, it was very traumatizing. Um my family kind of started to fall apart after that because my uncle was uh, our glue. He was the one, even though he married into my family, he wasn't blood. He was the one that married into our family. He was the one that like just kept our family together. You know, like we're, mm-hmm. he, he was just that 
all-encompassing presence in our family and um so it was very traumatic um for me but more so obviously for his own kids who were there who saw it happen um who saw it happen and 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 all of that and um and then you know tons of other stuff has happened in my life but anyways Mm. i think the trauma surrounding my uncle and the trauma that hit my family i think those episodes really that the episodes that we're listening to really started to hit a nerve somewhere that in my in my focus of work like i said a wall went down somewhere and something was able to connect mm-hmm. in my brain and i realized that i haven't dealt with that my family hasn't dealt with that there's been a lot of fallout in my family mm-hmm. after that I don't feel like we're a family anymore. Um, mm. And I realized that when I, when I agreed to leaving Houston um, and mind you, all of this was like right up, was, was right up against when we're about to leave to go to Houston for Thanksgiving to see my family because I missed everybody. Um, I realized that I kind of willingly left Houston in the back of my mind without making that conscious realization i kind of willingly left houston because things just had gotten to a point where i didn't feel like my family was a family in houston anymore yeah like we we you know my uncle was murdered a couple years later um like my aunts passed some like two three my aunts passed away um my grandma passed away um then my my cousin who i was really the closest with um which is my uncle's daughter um, she and her boyfriend were killed um, in an accident. Mm. It was just, and then I had my kids, yeah. and I just didn't feel like my family was a family anymore. Yeah, um, not with any like mal uh, or any any bad feelings towards them. Like it's not anyone's responsibility for what happened. Obviously, it was somebody's responsibility. Somebody killed my husband. I mean, my 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 uncle, but um, it. It, w- it wasn't anybody's responsibility in my family to just uh, life happened you know yeah. it, and and I just when my husband said when we started to talk about moving home to his home to San Antonio mm. um, well one financially it made sense but two I think I was more willing to go because of all of that trauma that was just not dealt mm. with and uh, and everything that I was feeling so not to bring it all down but I, I realized <laughs> that uh I uh, have not dealt with quite a few things. And then, yeah. and then, you know, obviously the grief that we talked about when we first met, um, like sure. that I, I didn't, I had a really hard time when I, when I got here to San Antonio, hello, light bulb, ding, ding, ding. That was the trauma. That was the grief. That was, you know, grieving mm-hmm. my family, grieving all those people individually. And then, then just grieving, like having left my comfort zone and having mm-hmm. left my family and all of that. And, and then only child guilt kicks in right because i am an only child so i have guilt that i left my parents and Mm. it was just a lot but um you know i always thought that i had kind of got a hold on things and i sure in the middle of my true crime i haven't i realized trying to (laughs) right that was that was you then that was just you picking yourself up and picking myself up by the bootstrap keep going and not dealing with you know immediate things i think yeah, and I think sometimes too, like that's necessary. As long as you 
as long as you know that you're going to have to address it at some point. Some, yeah. Sometimes you're in such dire situations of right now I cannot, yeah. you know, and, and you got to just keep going. But I think that you you do have to know a little bit like it, it's going to come back, you know. So yeah. do you want to deal with it now or later? I think that just depends on the person. There are also some situations where, no, you got to deal with this now. We cannot deal with it later. It needs to be dealt with now. And that also looks different for everybody too, mm -hmm. you know? So, but yeah, I mean, it makes sense, you know, and also too, just the timing of everything, right? Like you, or not the timing, but just that little, I, I guess you were calling it a light bulb earlier, you know, that made you realize like, oh, like when your wall fell down and you realize like, yeah. Like this, there's, this is serious, you oh, know, it's still there. <laughs> yeah. Right. And that's a, that's kind of like almost like a punch to the gut because you think that you move past it and then it comes back, you know I mean? I did. Yeah. I did think I moved past it or did, I had thought that I moved past it and, and I realized mm -hmm. I hadn't, or maybe in a, in a minute way I had, but not other aspects of it or hadn't realized that other aspects of that trauma bled onto other parts of my thinking or my life or why I made decisions I made. So yeah. it's, it's crazy, but, um, but, and that's what I was telling you before we started recording is that, um, kind of unintentionally, it's not what I set out to do, but, um, just by the way things went, um, Yolanda, which is the clinical comadre mm -hmm. who, got the well, she was my first guest on the podcast and just kind of got the whole ball rolling and it, it is her it, it, she did set out to talk to um latina women about grief and start to heal everyone and and her passion for that um sparked my first episode and it, it grief has become a reoccurring theme throughout mihalison and throughout conversations that i've had with women along the way and um, I think I need to, I think I need to see that and respect it and honor it and deal with that. And, mm -hmm. um, yeah. you know, there's plenty of other women out there who are grieving, whether For it's sure. big traumatic events or small things like that, like in the, in, in the post that you shared or in the reel that you shared, mm -hmm. um, just kind of acknowledging that one, it's okay For to sure. grieve. And then two, um, things like, you know, I thought my health was going to be in a different place. Things like I, I thought I was going to be in a different place in my relationship. I thought I was going to be mm -hmm. a different place in my career. It is, you do need to grieve those things. Yeah. And the, the feelings that you have surrounding those sure. themes in your life is grief and you need to mm -hmm. acknowledge it and feel it and give yourself compassion yeah. so you can go grow through it. And I think, um, it was a good reel. Life has been, these past two months has been so crazy and so mm -hmm. fast. Um, mm -hmm. When you sent me that, I was like, yes, let's talk about it. And um, life has been so crazy that I did need a brain refresher, but we refreshed and it still hits home. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Yeah. And you're right. I mean, these last couple of months have been... You know, so there's so much has happened, not only just my personal life, mm -hmm. so many things, good things, bad things. Yeah. Um, and like I said earlier, I, 
it was just in October that I decided to take a break. But man, that feels like a long time ago because so much has happened in between. Like, wait, what? Mm-hmm. And, you know, um, you just, I think that, like I said earlier, we got to slow down. Like we can't, let's not get into the construct of time because I, <laughs> I have my opinions about time in general, but I, I I think that we just need to like slow down, like just just chill, you know. Like I I I feel that way at work too with these deadlines. I'm like y'all, come on, yeah. Let's we gotta like you know why are we what? And I think that's kind of like part of it too is like it ma- work makes me feel. And this is like jobs in general. Like everyone's talking about oh it's crunch time. It's the end of the year. Why do what? Why what is the end of the year like? Wh- why is it crunch time? Because a new year is about to start. The same shit's going to keep happening. You're, like, it's just weird to me when I think about time. So to me, it's like, I already don't like the concept of time. Yeah. But, but so even when we say things like slow down, it's like, that's kind of a measurement of time. So it's like, wait, what? Um, slow down but in I, your, throughout the day. Yes. But if you haven't reached your end of the year goals, let's make it a PSA. It is Sunday, December 3rd. I'll probably talk about this. (laughs) You know, let's do it. It's Sunday, December 3rd. I will probably post this episode and let's give myself some grace two weeks or so. That's perfect. In a week or two. That's perfect. Okay. If you haven't reached your goals by mid-December. Are you talking about me in general? Everybody, all of us. All of us. Okay. All right. All right. Don't worry. In the words of the wonderful, amazing, beautiful, talented Gloria Estefan, there's always tomorrow. I thought you were going to do the don't worry, be happy guy. (laughs) No, I don't believe in that bullshit. And I was like, I don't know him. So please don't ask me his name. I don't worry. I don't, I don't, I don't uh, subscribe to the thought of don't worry, be happy. No, fuck that. So worry. Don't be happy. Like being. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> but don't worry there's always tomorrow that's true there the go. shit will continue you have another chance at pursuing your goals give yourself some grace that's my PSA alright I like it I dig it well ma'am it's been nice chatting with you it has been nice chatting with you I missed you we need to do this and we don't have to record. I mean, we can link up anytime, you know. I know life's crazy, but, you know, just reach out. Like, if you think you're going to have some time, just reach out and we'll figure something out. We don't have to wait until... a 30-minute drive home now. I'll call you. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I have a friend who does the same thing, except she doesn't like calling. She sends voice texts. And I'm like, bro, you should just call me because that was literally a 10-minute voice text. I can't I'm listening. That. My cousins do that all the time. I'm like, hold on, I gotta catch up. <laughs> I can't do it. We have like a group chat where they're just like voice text, voice text, voice text, voice text. I'm like, why don't you just call? Can we just call? <laughs> why aren't you calling? Well, I, I explained it to my friends because I don't mind I don't mind voice text either. It's just kinda like I like uh, voice text. Too- but if it's a continuous thing, let's just call. Let's just make it a call. Right, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. But sometimes it's like, it's too long to text. So let me send you a voice text, but also like, I don't want to talk to you. So to me, those are like maybe two minute voice texts. Even then it's pushing it. Yeah. But not only that, it's just like, just call me. Just call me. <laughs> if I can't yeah. answer, I'll send you a voice text. 
There you go. <laughs> True story. I'm convinced that it has something to do with our age. I still like calling people. Oh. You don't like calling people? <laughs> not, you're older than me. Not a big fan. No, no? I just... Uh, Maybe it's no, not our age then. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. It depends on the person. Can I say that? Yes, it does depend on the person. Because sometimes I'm like, nah. I'll call... I gotta be in a place where, like, I can mentally prepare for your bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> but oh so yeah it does i don't i don't uh, otherwise i don't entertain anybody you, in my like, life that has bullshit for me to prepare for <laughs> let me just say that if i've got to prepare myself to interact with you you're not in my life thank you bye yeah okay smile i'm gonna take a picture okay i'm glad you didn't take a picture before um when i didn't have my <sighs> eyebrows on oh god what we look like we're not we're not posting this <laughs> the angle is like <laughs> it is not cute let me just say that it's so, a hell of a lot cuter than i looked before okay now let's just take it like this what is that what just what? happened did you see that <laughs> wait a minute what just happened? Okay, let's take that again. First of all, I don't know what that was. Those are balloons. Okay. <laughs> I have no idea what that was about. Someone did text me and ask me. That happened when you like text congratulations on an iPhone and like balloons. Nobody, no one sent me anything that says congratulations though. That's weird. Girl, let's and go. The clown's trying to get us. It's time to go. It's time to go. I gotta go. I gotta go pick up my Christmas tree from curbside. All right, girl. Everybody well, pray for me. Yes. <laughs> We're gonna try to make cookies and decorate um, the Christmas tree. I'm gonna, I'm looking forward to those photos. But I'm that meme that's like dead inside, trying to be the mom that bakes cookies and shit. That's me. <laughs> Yeah. So pray for me, you everybody. Got this, girl. You can get through this. Put on that true crime podcast. <laughs> Traumatize my children further. Oh God. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, yeah. thanks for inviting me on. I had a fun time chatting with you, catching up. Me too. You know, schooling you. Mm -hmm. I'm just kidding. <laughs> you always learn. <laughs> but uh yeah, we'll definitely make some time to talk some more. Yeah, for sure. All right. Talk to you later. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening, mijas. We'll be back with another episode for you soon. Until then, make sure you subscribe and follow on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you want to help us out, leave us a rating. That would be great. And as always, you can check out mijalisten.com for all of the podcast info and our merch as well. So you can represent our cultura anytime you want to feel like the strong, badass mujer that you are. Make it a great week. Y si quiere hablar conmigo, don't be shy. Send me a DM or reach out on the website. Bye.